It's Friday, February 18th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped more than 600 points Thursday, its steepest one-day loss of 2022, as geopolitical tensions and the prospect of tighter monetary policy ahead roiled markets. The blue chip index slid 622 points, its worst session on a point and a percentage basis since November. The S&P 500 fell 94 points, and the NASDAQ Composite Index dropped 407 points. The losses were broad-based. Tesla fell 5.1%, Morgan Stanley dropped 4.9%, and Facebook parent Meta Platforms slid 4.1%. Nine of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500 declined, led by the Technology and Communication Services groups, which both fell about 3%. In Ottawa, police began arrests of protesters against COVID-19 mandates on Thursday evening and expected to continue rounding them up through the night, according to local news reports and a person with knowledge of the operations. The arrest came after multiple warnings from police to those involved in the blockade that they would face severe penalties if they didn't leave the area voluntarily. According to the Ottawa Police Chief, the increased police presence is meant to signal that we are at the end of this protest. We will take what action we need to deliberately, safely, lawfully end these demonstrations. One of the protest group's organizers, Chris Barber, was among those arrested. His lawyer, Keith Wilson, said Mr. Barber was arrested on allegations that included counseling to commit mischief and obstruction of justice. Newly reported COVID-19 deaths are starting to decline in the U.S., driven by drops in the Northeast and Midwest, offering the latest sign that the surge fueled by the highly transmissible Omicron variant is fading. Cases and hospitalizations have already fallen sharply from record-breaking peaks, including in places such as New York, New Jersey, and Illinois, where Omicron spread widely late last year. Deaths, which tend to follow cases by several weeks, appear to be following the same pattern by declining in the places hit hard early on. I think we're coming down, said Beth Blauer, the data lead for the Johns Hopkins University Coronavirus Resource Center, which compiles pandemic data. The seven-day average for reported deaths in the U.S. was 2,212 on Wednesday, Johns Hopkins data shows. The Senate passed a stopgap bill keeping the government funded beyond Friday after Democrats beat back measures related to drug paraphernalia and COVID-19 vaccine mandates, paving the way for President Biden to sign the measure into law. The continuing resolution approved Thursday would fund the government through March 11th. The passage of the bill now frees appropriators to put their full attention on hammering out the deal on an omnibus spending bill to fund the government through the remainder of fiscal 2022. Interim spending bills keep the government funded at levels in place for the prior fiscal year and maintain spending priorities, preventing agencies and departments from allocating money to new programs and filling related positions. The 65 to 27 vote ended a drama that started when some Republicans threatened to delay the vote on the spending bill unless the Senate held amendment votes on policy priorities. And President Biden will emphasize his efforts to curb inflation in a State of the Union speech before lawmakers with words and visuals that will highlight the administration's challenges on the economy and COVID-19. The 
March 1st primetime address will be Mr. Biden's next big effort to rally support for his agenda with lawmakers and voters headed into the midterm elections. Some Democratic allies have been pushing him to more forcefully tackle rising prices and signal a new phase in the fight against COVID-19 as many states continue to lift restrictions related to the virus. Every member of Congress will be invited to President Biden's State of the Union speech, and attendees will be required to wear masks and show proof of a negative COVID-19 test, the House Sergeant-at-Arms announced on Thursday. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.